Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In 1923, at the dedication of the Armory Building on Main Street, the chair of the Armory Trustees, Howard Crosby Rice, said the structure must be more than a memorial to those who served in the World War. It must give constant and active expression to the value of community, cooperation, and things worthwhile. In 1919, a group of Brattleboro citizens formed to explore the possibility of creating a memorial for those who served during what was beginning to be called the World War. At the same time, there was also a need to provide space for the local company of the Vermont National Guard to house their equipment and conduct drills. The school district was also looking for space to use as a gymnasium, and many organizations in town were looking for a building to hold various social events. In 1920, the idea of creating one building to serve all these needs was supported by most of the community. Funds were secured from the state of Vermont, the town of Brattleboro, and a war fund specifically set aside for Brattleboro's efforts during World War I. Land for the building on Main Street was donated by the Dunham Shoe Company and the Brattleboro Memorial Armory and Community Hall was dedicated in April of 1923. At the time of the dedication, Governor Proctor said he believed that Brattleboro's armory was the seventh in the state that was built jointly by the town for militia and community use. The community hall was on the top floor and designed to meet various local needs. A stage, balcony, and open space for meetings, dances, and sports activities were features of the hall. The first dance was held in late June 1923. A seven-piece orchestra from Barrie, Vermont was sponsored by the American Legion, and over 150 couples attended the dance. A local paper reported, The hall was used for the first time, and the musicians said it was one of the finest halls in the state and New Hampshire in which to play. It cost 25 cents to attend the performance and watch and listen from the balcony. It was 50 cents for women who attended the dance and one dollar for men. By December of the first year, there were dances twice a month and basketball games scheduled in the community hall on a regular basis. The December 19th Christmas dance advertised a 12-piece orchestra that played snappy music and a foxtrot competition which included a $5 gold piece for the best trotters. One of the highlights of the community hall was the August 1928 appearance of 74-year-old John Philip Souza and his band. The band consisted of 75 musicians and performed 23 numbers in front of a 1,500-person audience. People who could not fit into the community hall stood outside the building and listened to the music from there. A crowd favorite occurred during the intermission when Sousa directed the Brattleboro High School band as they performed one of his marches. The climax of the evening was Sousa's rendition of Stars and Stripes Forever.
John Philip Sousa was on a tour of the region and also performed in Bellows Falls, Bennington, and Troy, New York. When Sousa arrived in Brattleboro by train, the town manager, William Plattner, presented Sousa with a gilded key to the city. Sousa stayed in Hotel Brooks during his visit. During the Armory's history, it served many functions. The community held New Year's Eve dances and big bands played in the hall. Brattleboro High School held its phys ed classes and basketball games in the gym. Town meetings took place in community hall, and the National Guard stored heavy equipment and held target practice on its first floor. As time went on, local needs changed and the building went through a transformation. Brattleboro Union High School was built at the site of the old Civil War camp and hospital, and the National Guard moved to a larger facility in Westminster. Vermont turned the armory over to the town of Brattleboro, and the town received a federal grant to convert the armory into a recreation and senior center. In 1978, the armory was renamed the Gibson Aiken Center after two local politicians who had served as both Vermont governors and United States senators. Today, many people just call it the rec center. The building continues to serve the community 97 years after its dedication. The Barbo Senior Center shares the space with the Town Recreation and Parks Department. The history of the National Guard in Brattleboro has evolved over time. Some people trace the beginnings of the Vermont National Guard back to 1724 when Fort Dummer was built in this area, and militia soldiers were stationed at the fort. A local militia-style presence remained in Brattleboro in various forms for approximately 250 years, until the 1970s, when the Brattleboro section of Company B Vermont National Guard was transferred to the Westminster Armory. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.